brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design, the kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite-only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. And here we go. Welcome to Death Do Us Part podcast, hosted by my wife, Jamie. Hello. And myself, Mark. Welcome. Welcome once again, episode 14. 14? Yeah. We got 13 done. Yeah. And no, it's still shitty out. It is. It hasn't changed. Yeah, it's still crappy out. It really is. Like, this is getting old. I know. I'm tired of it. So. And I think the next few days are still supposed to be. I think after Wednesday, it's supposed to be nice. So. Can't wait. No. Yeah, I'm, I'm about done. With, oh, I'm done. With this weather. 100%. <clears throat> it's bullshit. It is. It is. Like once a week, cool. Summer, got it. Let the tornado sirens go off. But every fucking day? Yeah. Ugh. It's getting to be a bit much. Yeah. I'm over it. I am too. I don't know. So we kind of well, decided to record like spur the moment today. Yeah. Been so. Having some health issues. So. Yeah. Thank God for you, Mama. He's not dying a third time, guys. Don't worry. No, no. Just trying to... Navigate our way through something new. Yeah. So... Yeah. It's a good thing I had a, a case ready. Yes. So I should probably keep doing that. So really, I'm going to be trying a new medication. So I don't know how my body is going to react to it. Now, so. if it's hilarious, we will record so everybody can partake in it. <laughs> right. But. Yeah. If, if it's anything like they gave me at the hospital yesterday. Then we are recording daily. I don't even care if we tell cases. I'll just turn the fucking <laughs> microphone on and let you talk. I could not talk one You bit could not. Uh, at all. Uh, mm -mm. Oh, Thank God. God. And uh, you're like. The nurse is here. <laughs> like, what? And the cot was so uncomfortable, and I was sliding off, and my head was hanging off. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I was drooling, and yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure you were. <laughs> at some just, point, I was just ten minutes prior. She's like, "Oh, is it you good?" I'm like, "Yeah, like I'm not feeling it's not it. Doing it. It's not doing it." <laughs> and then I slowly, my head starts going back. I'm like, "Oh." Uh, uh, Matt said couldn't uh, move my arms couldn't move oh my, my legs <laughs> Matt called me after they dropped you off and yeah. he's like I think we gave Mark a heart attack and I'm like oh god what'd you do he told me how the paper was running out and it's it's normally red oh, and it was yeah, blue and, was and they're blue. both like I've never seen blue before what's blue before yeah, and I'm Matt's like, like the is... look on his face was like oh shit I'm like is my heart stopping yeah. <laughs> Matt's like I think he thought we were killing them or killing him and I was like nah It'll be fine. Yeah. I was like, but the but, the blue is weird. So 
Yeah, he was he was dying. He said your face was was fucking classic. Oh yeah, I was like, what the fuck does yeah. that mean? I'm like, Matt, you could tell him his leg's gonna fall off tomorrow, and he's gonna like prepare for it. So. Yeah. But yeah. Men- mental health is a motherfucker. Yep, and it's PTSD Awareness Month. Yes. Yesterday or, yeah, was it yesterday? Yesterday yeah. or Saturday was PT uh, PTSD Awareness Day. So the past two days have been yeah. hell. But we'll see how this new medicine works. So that's why yeah. we're recording tonight in case I'm. And a little a little PSA. I just want to say, a hundred percent check on your friends check your own mental health there's no difference between a mental illness and a physical illness it's the same thing be kind to yourself because sometimes it takes a long time to to figure out how to navigate your way through it yeah so it's very important to know that it's okay to not be okay and it's okay to ask for help and if you need help ask for it the people around you will get it they will make sure you have it and i pray god like thank god for you that you understand in all honesty because i mean not trying to put my family down but they they don't get it no they don't get it one bit and they don't they don't see it every day no so no but it it is with the text messages i don't even know how to respond right to them anymore and but it's it's you know there's no difference between a mental illness and a physical illness. It's it's an illness all the same. And if you need help, please don't be afraid to ask for the help. Yeah. I don't care how you reach out. You could fucking call me. I don't care. Send me a Gmail. We'll get you help. Yeah. There's hotlines. There's phone numbers. There's support anywhere that you need it. But it's, it's very, very important to remember to be kind to yourself because it is hard. And you can't be too hard on yourself, and it's it's okay to not be okay. Yep. So. Mm. On that note. Yeah. This bitch is crazy. <laughs> in case we're about to do. Let's do it. Like she she fucking crazy. Another one. Yeah. Chicks are crazy. Uh, bitches are nuts. So yeah. They are. This one. Um, this was a national fucking case. It was a national case back in the 80s, and it was a national case again um, right around, like, 2018 for reasons we'll get into later. But um, everybody in the true crime world knows. Yeah. Um, yeah, but this bitch is crazy. What's her name? Diane Downs. Uh, kind of sounds familiar. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, a little bit. Yeah, it's a big true crime world one. So, okay. um, was it on Snapped? Oh, I don't know. I don't know if it was your show. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. I just if you I'm if, sure there was. if you're interested in true crime, you have at some point heard about this broad. Hmm. So, right. but our next case that we're gonna do, Tony's like, dude, I will call in from home and put. I'm like, just fucking come <laughs> over for the love right. of all that is holy. Right. And if he tells me one more time. I'm a certified crime scene investigator. <laughs> I can be very knowledgeable. And then he puts his bare chest against my window today. Yeah. So. How were his nipples? Oh my god! Right up against the glass. <laughs> yeah. Um. But the so the next case we're doing actually was a suggestion from my sister-in-law and then from him him today. Ah. So that'll be the next one because that has a lot to do with um, the sex offender registry and. 
and stuff like that. Tony's very knowledgeable. He is. When it comes to stuff like that. <clears throat> yeah, he um, is. It's crazy because, I mean, one minute he's got a nipple against my window and the next minute, like, <laughs> he's just killing it. And I kept yawning today and he's like, I'm sorry, I'm boring you. And I was like, literally, you're very interesting. I said, and I'm, I'm trying, like, I'm paying attention to you. I said, yeah. I'm just fucking exhausted. That's, so That's why he was one of the team leaders for yeah. the task force. And I like when he... Yeah. He was in charge. He's uh <clears throat> he said sex crimes was a big thing for him. Like he he I don't want to say he was fascinated by it, but not not fascinated by it, but like really pursued it to make sure that it was done yeah. the right way and yeah. So that's what the next case will be about. Um okay. cool. in between maybe part 1 of West Memphis 3. Okay. I don't know. We'll have to see how the week goes cuz I've slept about 2 hours. Yeah. So I'm sorry. It's okay. I took a nap. <laughs> That's cool. You definitely deserve that nap today. The first time when uh, the first time I tried to take a nap and somebody kept touching me or calling my name every four seconds, <laughs> no. I was like, "You motherfucker!" Seriously. That's why when I got up, I was like, "I need twenty fucking minutes. <laughs> twenty minutes. That's all I need." I know. So, no, I'm good. But yeah, you definitely deserve after. It was the just past a late night. Yeah. With with me putting you nah, through all that shit. You don't put me through anything. So, um, but crazy bitch. Yeah, let's, let's talk go about for her. it. All right, so Diane Downs was born Elizabeth Diane Downs on August 7th of 1955 in Phoenix, Arizona. She was born to parents Wesley Linden and Willadine Fredrickson. There's not a huge amount about her actual childhood, Growing up, um, other than she accused her father of molesting her at the age of 14 or age of 12, excuse me. Hmm. Um, Anything factual to it? There's nothing, nothing to substantiate it. It's just something that she had said happened. Hmm. Um, she, the family was very conservative and she followed their conservative values until the age of 14 and then she rebelled. So, I mean, did the police pursue it or nothing? There's nothing. That's to substantiate it, it's just like that's literally all you can find about her childhood, hmm. other than like her rebelling, yeah. and then she dropped the name Elizabeth and just started going by Diane Downs. So there was nothing hmm. really to substantiate it, other than I mean, every source said it yeah. that she had accused him of this, but nothing, nothing was done. Like her, her parents never got divorced. Yeah, her parents stayed together. She ended up living with her parents later on in life. So like. She obviously didn't harbor any bad feelings about it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm, Interesting. So she attended Moon Valley High School, which is an awesome name for a fucking high school, by the way. I wanted to look up. Bowling alley. It does. And I wanted to look up what their mascot was, and I totally fucking forgot. So. Yeah, what would it be? I don't know. The moon? I I don't know. Fucking stars running around? (laughs) I don't know. A shooting star? Oh, my God. <laughs> the babe, like people could carry like ribbons and run like they're a star, <laughs> like an old school. Yes. Oh my god, that'd that's be awesome. The best, with the red ribbon, we need to figure Will out what Ferrell. their fucking dude mascot I is. I want to be his fucking mascot. I can't walk, and I know you would prance. I would. You would. Mm-hmm. I'd be fucking falling on my face, but I would. I prance would just my put. Fucking fr- ass I would put off. ribbons on your wheelchair. Oh yeah, we could. We had a horn for it. Yeah, your sister bought me a horn. She did. I need it. I need it back. I need to start honking at people. No. 
No. <laughs> so we're going to find out. We need to remind me. We need to Google what their fucking mascot was because that's yeah. I didn't. Yeah, I totally forgot. So in high school, she met uh, Steve Downs and her parents strongly disapproved of him. Which I don't know why. He didn't seem like a bad guy. Never really did. After high school, she enrolled in Pacific Coast Baptist Bible College in Orange, California. Not Orange County. It was just Orange, California. Uh, the religious schools. Yeah. Again. Oh, yeah. Just wait. So <clears throat> at this time, Steve enlisted at the Navy or in the Navy. At the Navy. So she goes to college. He goes to the Navy. And she was expelled from this school after a year. Why? Promiscuous behavior. Oh. Uh, mm-hmm. Some Catholic girls and religious girls. They're Baptist. She was Baptist. Well, yeah, the religious girls, man. They're the... Can't keep their fucking pants on, nope. apparently. Nope. So she ended up going back to her parents' house. So, again, she lived with her dad. Not a big problem. Yeah. Um, so clearly she was cheating on Steve the whole time he was in the Navy. <laughs> yeah. Um, because she got kicked out of fucking school for it. So... <laughs> He came back and was like, cool, let's go get married. Oh, yeah. Yeah, great idea. So they eloped on November 13th of 1973. You're the one for me. Yeah. Some of the comments he makes later, like, hashtag hero. He's fucking hilarious. Is he? Oh, yeah. Okay. And is it just doesn't hold back at all. <laughs> so uh, her affairs hmm, yeah. and financial issues hit the marriage pretty hard. They so, usually do. Yeah, she she left Steve a couple times, actually, and would go back to her parents and then go back to Steve and then go back to her parents. Should be the other way around. Uh, you would he leave? Uh, right. Yeah. So the first time she left, she found out shortly after that that she was pregnant. Nah. And she ended up saying in an interview later, which some of her interviews you're going to have to watch because the bitch is crazy. Yeah. Like clinically crazy. Yeah. Um, And it got it, it got I don't know. But she would say in an interview that, um, I mean, she essentially got pregnant on purpose yeah. and didn't really tell him she was planning on it. She always wanted to be a mom. She cher carried a doll on a pillow oh. when she was younger. And yeah. she didn't necessarily go against him, but she didn't really ask for permission either. I mean, I think he participated yeah. a little, so he kind of had to have some kind of an idea. I think it takes two. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Last time I checked. I, clearly, we were not pulling and praying. I'm just saying. So, um, October 7th of 1994, Christy Ann was born. And then on January 10th of 1976, Cheryl Lynn was born. Then Steve had a vasectomy. Hmm. Good job. <laughs> so, despite this vasectomy, Diane got pregnant for a third time. Ew. Now, it could be his, maybe not be his. Some guys don't go get checked afterwards, yeah. you know. Um, this time, though, she had an abortion, hmm. which she talked later about how um, she reg she regretted it. The way she talks about it is very weird. Yeah. But, so they stayed together. The, the two of them moved to Mesa, Arizona in 1978, and they both started working at a mobile home manufacturing company. Hmm. She had affairs with a few of their coworkers. Oh, well. well. And yeah, it, one of the affairs resulted in a pregnancy. Yeah. Stephen Daniel was born December 29th of 1979. So she keeps that one. Though. She keeps that one. Yes. Hmm. Now, 
Steve said he knew he wasn't the father, but accepted Danny anyways. This bitch named the baby after her husband, who it probably wasn't his kid because he had a fucking vasectomy. Mm. I feel like that's a big fuck you. Yeah. I, I would take that so, as a fuck you. Dude stuck around. Like, Steve stuck around and raised Danny as his own, essentially. Um, the, Is this, like, the ugliest guy in the world or something? No. That he can't no. find a better chick? No. I don't know what the deal is. Mm. Um, so the father of Danny was named in one article. Uh, I think his name was Mark. Hmm. Hey. But... Uh, it, she says in a couple places that she doesn't know who it is exactly, but then she says she does know that she did it on purpose. So yeah. who knows? So I, I won't say his last name because God only knows if he's the father or not. But yeah. uh, the couple finally divorced in 1980. Mm. Diane continued to sleep around while she was trying to reconcile with Steve. Well, you got to. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Come on. So Diane at this time had no source of income. So she decided she was going to try and be a surrogate, which pays a shit ton of money. I was going to say like a sugar sugar mama. No, so surrogate. Do you know what a surrogate is? Yeah, I'm not being like, a dick. I'm being serious. You, like you'll have a baby. You'll, first yeah, one. you carry the baby. Yeah. So uh, they get paid good money. She don't made they? then mm-hmm. off of this pregnancy or off of uh, an, a pregnancy that comes up. She made like ten grand. So you can make upwards of, I mean, nowadays you can make upwards of 30 grand. That, I, that's the number I was going to say. Yeah. I thought I heard before, like it's around 20 Yeah, it's or a 30, lot. It's a lot. 30 grand. So she wanted to try and that's be a surrogate. That's difficult though. I, I mean, mean, I guess if you, I mean, I mean you, know the, you know the baby's not yours. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm not a woman, so I, I don't know. But like just thinking like yeah. you're, you're carrying and... You're carrying this child for nine months and knowing that it's not mine. Now, other women, I feel like uh, it's just, it's a huge act of kindness. And I mean, it takes a special, a special person. Her on the other hand, whatever, but I I don't know. Like, so one of my girlfriends, her um, sister didn't produce eggs. So she gave her sister her eggs. So biologically, her nephew is partly her son. Wow. But that to me is... But that's a little different. That's a huge act of kindness. Yeah. Like, you know that that's yours, essentially, for, yeah. you know. But I think she did it just to, to fucking do it. She liked being pregnant. Yeah. Which... It's almost what it kind of seems like. Oh. oh. Yeah, um, fuck that. So she tried to be the surrogate, oh but God, she... God, you pregnant again? Jesus. Oh, yeah. She failed two qualifying Mark. psychiatric exams. Stop breathing on me, Mark. Oh, God. <laughs> and I, like... You're so hot. Get off of me. I didn't... I can't breathe. I didn't necessarily have, like, a difficult pregnancy, I guess. Babe, you were difficult. I was difficult. Dear fucking yeah. Lord. Well, uh, my diabetes went fucking crazy. And then your emotions even more. Oh, oh my I think it was God. worse though afterwards. Post, yeah. Postpartum yeah. is a real thing, people. Except yeah, I was you're... not sad. I was fucking homicidal. <laughs> yes, you were. <laughs> so one hundred percent. And some nights I would feel bad because Jax would. He didn't not, sleep for eighteen months. He, he did not sleep Mm-mm. for some reason, and he would not let me hold him. Nope. 
So any chance, like I felt terrible for you because like him and I would just sit there and cry yeah, you together. Would cry together, and I'm like, oh my <laughs> god, awful. she's gonna fucking jump off the balcony. It was, it was, it was terrible. I remember coming to to Sam's house and not even getting all the way out of the car, and Sam would just come and grab him, and she'd be like, go, and I'm like, go where? She's like, I don't give a shit. Yeah. Go, like I will take him. Go, because he, he he was a preemie, so he had a lot of. He had a lot of issues. Yeah, but like the issue with me holding him, I don't. Mm-mm. He, I don't know if like my arms just were uncomfortable for him, or or you like he probably sensed. I'm sure he did. Yeah, but like, and that's probably why he cried with me too, because he could sense that I was like, shut the fuck. Up. But it, I mean, it was what like eighteen months. He didn't sleep for eighteen fucking months. Yeah, well, when I when he would let me start holding him, oh, it, it was, was a year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A little over a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, was that, that was a difficult fucking time. Oh, yeah. That was a rough one. Holy fuck, man. You're, I felt bad for you, but at, at the same time, like. It's probably how I felt about you. Like, I felt bad for you because I knew, like, you wanted to help, but there was really no way that you yeah. could. But I also wanted to fucking smother you in your sleep. <laughs> right. So I'm pretty sure the feeling was mutual at the time. Right. But, yeah, I wanted to fucking kill you. <laughs> and I'm sure you wanted to fucking kill me, which I don't blame you. But it was horrific. I know. It, absolutely horrific. Mark, just leave me alone. Oh, my God. Let me watch my snack. I didn't want to be fucking talked to. I didn't want to be touched. No. Like, yeah. Not even a hug. No. get off of me. I was not fucking having it. You're sweaty. I'm sweaty. Yeah. Not having it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Do you like the voice that I do for you? (laughs) I don't think it's even remotely spot on, but I mean, whatever. Uh, All right, so she failed two of the qualifying psychiatric exams mm. to become a surrogate. The test reported that she was intelligent, but also psychotic. Like verbatim, uh, that's what the test said. Yeah. <laughs> so All right. in 1981, Diane got a job as a postal carrier for the United States Post Office, which I feel like is kind of goes hand in hand with being psychotic. Uh, yeah, but, yeah, no offense to any right. postal workers, yeah. but... So the kids were rotated between her, her parents, Steve, and in some reports I read Danny's father. So I don't know hmm. how involved he was. I don't think he was super involved, so I won't say that that actually happened. But yeah. um, the neighbor said, though, that when the kids were with Diane, they weren't properly taken care of. And that uh, Cheryl had told her grandparents' neighbors that she was afraid of her mom. Hmm. Steve said the same thing, that, like, she wanted to be a mom and she wanted to be pregnant, but then when she became a mom, she was really she was shitty a, at it, yeah. pretty much. Like, she had no interest in... She just liked the pregnant part of it. Yeah. So, uh, towards the end of 1981, Diane finally got an offer of surrogacy to be a surrogate mother, which I don't... I thought you were psychotic, but yeah. whatever. What happened to that? I don't know. So, May 8th of 1982, the baby via surrogacy was born. Um, Diane called her Jennifer before handing her over. However, the birth mother was in the room. Yeah. Watch the baby being born. Um, after this, Diane began thinking of launching a surrogacy clinic. Clearly, that did not pan out. Yeah. I don't even know how one goes about. How do you, yeah. I don't fucking know. Whatever. Um, 
So around this same time, Diane began began a passionate affair with a co-worker. Another by, one, yeah, huh? Uh, with a co-worker by the name of Robert Knickerbacker. Awesome name. Yes. Uh, she called him Nicky, which is gross, but cool. So he was married. Man, she's up to what, like 69 affairs Oh, now? she fucking counts them later. Oh, Jesus. Uh, I, yeah. Babe, her fucking interviews, I'm telling you. She likes the D. Dude. She, mm. Mm. So Nick was married. Diane was constantly nagging him about leaving his wife. He yeah. thought it was going to be like a, a fling. He wasn't super happy in his marriage, and he's like, cool, I'm going to get laid. Awesome. Except um, she, like, fell hard. Yeah. Uh, he said that he felt suffocated by her, so he broke things off. Yeah. Um, Diane did try to win him back, but he flat out refused and said he wanted no part in being a daddy to her children. So he didn't have kids, and he didn't want kids. And he made it very clear to Diane that their relationship would never go further because of her children. Right. He didn't, he didn't want fucking kids. Right. So she became obsessed. Yeah. Now, Nick said that he was relieved. Um, I'll, we'll call him Nick because that's what he goes by in most of the interviews. Yeah. So he was relieved when she was transferred out to Oregon because uh, he was able to reconcile with his wife. However, uh, Diane would state in interviews that he said he was coming out to Oregon with her. Yeah. Um, he would say he was coming and then he would change his mind and then he would say he was coming and then he would change his mind. So obviously he never went out there. Right. Um, so Diane wrote him letters daily, but they were almost all returned unopened. Um, the letters were like, well, I love you. Come move here. Yeah. You'll never be alone with the kids. You don't have to be a daddy to them. Like, Blah. yeah. So May 19th of 1983, Diane took her kids to visit a friend who had a horse up in the Mercola area. And on the way back, she said that they decided to go sightseeing. Hmm. Take a different route. Okay. Take a look around. Uh, they like to go in different directions, is what she said. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. You know, it's bedtime. Yeah. That's Whatever. normal. That's cool. Sure. Kids are sleeping in the car. <laughs> like, right. kids are sound the fuck asleep. It's, it's dark at this point. Yeah. She took a detour off of Marcola Road onto Mohawk Road. It was now dark and the kids were sleeping. So yeah. nobody's doing any fucking sightseeing here. <laughs> right. And here to the left is darkness. Right. And a fucking cornfield. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, so, desert. Aren't they in? They're in Oregon now. Oh, or yeah. oh yeah. So as this she, is grass. Right. Yeah. <laughs> kids wake up. Uh, as she drove down the road, a, quote, bushy-haired stranger. And that, that becomes the term that is used nationwide. A bushy-haired stranger stepped out into the road and flagged her down. Mm. She stopped. Well, yeah, why? Yeah. What? Why would you do that? I'm sorry, what? I'm going to go with, uh, I'll pass yeah. and wave as I drive away. Right. <laughs> so she stopped. Yes. She stopped and got out and asked him what he wanted. Well, maybe she wanted an affair with him. Uh, listen. I didn't think of that, but that's purely, it's 100% plausible. Hold on to your pants. Let me see that D. Right. I mean, since you're here. Right. Whatever. So she stopped the car, got out, and asked him what he wanted. Okay? You following me? Yeah. Yeah. He said, quote, 
I want your car. And she replied with, quote, you've got to be kidding me. I, I wish everybody could see Mark's face right now. Um, he then, so this is kind of, eh. so, oh, uh, listener discretion advice. This is child murder and assault. Oh, um, but I mean, if you know Diane Downs, you know this. So she said, you've got to be kidding me, which is what she quoted that she said, by the way. Mm. He then pushed her aside, reached into the car, and shot her three children. She faked, uh, like, faked through her keys to divert his attention like a fucking dog with a tennis ball. But (laughs) she said that she pretended to throw the keys to divert his attention. And she was able to push him out of the way and jump back in the car. I'm killing children, but oh, look at the keys. This is what I'm saying. They're like, shiny. Some shiny, <laughs> yep. Whoop, squirrel. At some point, she was shot in the arm. Yeah. The arm. Yeah. Okay. So. Was it a scratch? No. I mean, her arm was pretty fucked up, but neither here nor there. Yeah. Uh, this bushy-haired stranger just shot your three children and then turned his attention to the keys like a dog with a fucking tennis ball. Yeah. Cool. We believe that. So at approximately 11 p.m., um, doctors and nurses at McKenzie Willamette Hospital in Springfield, Oregon, saw a red Nissan with Arizona plates fly to the front of the emergency room. And we've seen this before when they, like, honk and they push their dead fucking friend out the side. So uh, Diane Downs got out of the car screaming, someone just shot my kids. Her three small children were in the blood-soaked car, all three shot at close range. Jesus. Cheryl was dead in the front seat. She had been shot twice in the chest, which uh, hit her heart and one of her lungs. Mm. Christy was in the back seat, and she was shot twice in the chest. Dr. Steve Wilhite was the uh, physician who originally treated her and said, quote, when I looked at Christy, I thought she was dead. Her pupils were dilated. Her blood pressure was non-existent or very low. She was white. She was not breathing. I mean, she is so close to death. It's unbelievable. So because of her blood loss and the severe drop in her blood pressure, she ended up having a stroke. She's eight, and she had a stroke. Jesus. So Danny was shot once in the back, which uh, paralyzed him. Mm. So police released information to the public to be on the lookout for this bushy-haired stranger, because this is what she said happened. Great description. Yeah. So So you have all of... Oregon's men. Right. I, I, I will have to show you a, a sketch, the sketch that they drew. Yeah. I mean, it's a little interesting. Chewbacca so, or something? I, babe, I don't even know how to explain it. Like, I don't know how to explain it. You know that, that one movie you fucking watch with uh, the dude with, like, the bangs and the hair like this that, like, kills everybody? <laughs> I have no idea what movie it is. Yeah, that helps. <laughs> what the? Fuck? I'll have to find it. Um, so one of the things that they noticed when she pulled up and got out of the car was that she had a beach towel wrapped around her arm. Yeah. Where she was injured. Yeah. The, nothing was on the kids. No. There was no yeah. attempt being made. Who are you texting? That's so fucking important. Leah to make sure oh, that okay. she took Jax out of the bathroom. Oh, oh yeah, because he was sitting there. Yeah. Um, so they then at the hospital, Diane was very insistent on contacting Robert 
Knickerbacker versus Steve, the fucking father of the children. And she didn't try and hide it. Like the hospital staff saw her doing this. So she didn't immediately contact Steve Downs. He found out later on. Um, And the hospital employees noted that Diane's attitude was very strange. And she seemed incredibly calm in spite of the situation. She did go back with the PD while her children were at the hospital. Prior to being treated, they were like, get in the car and fucking show us where this happened. So she went with them. They did find multiple shell casings from a 22 caliber uh, Ruger. Mm -hmm. And when she returned to the hospital, Dr. Wilhite went to update her on the surviving children and of Christie's condition. He was surprised by her reaction. Quote, not one tear. You know, she just asked, how is she doing? Not one emotional reaction. Psycho. Her mom contradicts this, saying that Diane was hysterical, saying she couldn't live without her children. Yeah. But her, mom, her literally her mother versus the entire fucking ER. Right. So, yeah. okay. Now, she was overheard by the hospital staff saying things like, quote, boy, this really spoiled my vacation. And, quote, that really ruined my new my new car. I got blood all over the back of it. What a bitch. Yeah. So then she tells Dr. Wilhite that she knows Christy's brain dead and she wants him to, quote, pull the plug. Yeah. He refused, which Good. was unheard of. You yeah. know, he said she's she's doing well considering I, I'm not pulling the plug. Like, yeah. we're going to see what happens. He actually, him and another physician then went to court <clears throat> and had a judge issue an emergency order. Yeah. Making him and this other physician Christie's guardian. Get out of here. So they were able to treat him in any treat her in the manner that they felt necessary without Diane no butting kidding. in. Like she, he said that she could state what she wanted, but they basically ignored her. Wow. So that's interesting. Now it was also noted too that when Diane would come into Christie's hospital room um, prior to her waking up, so she was she was out for a little while from the stroke her heart rate would increase when she would hear Diane's voice. And then when she was waking up, she wasn't able to speak yet, but her eyes would widen and her heart rate would go up whenever Diane would come in the room. No kidding. And her attorneys tried to argue that um, that was her daughter being excited to see her. No. Sorry. I'm going to go with a solid fucking no, no. on that one. Yeah, like, no. Mm-mm. So, four days after the shooting... um. The police took Diane back to the crime scene to reenact what happened. Yeah. Babe, this bitch. Yeah. She's like laughing and having a fucking great time and is like fixing her hair in the rear view mirror. Well, why why wouldn't you? Babe, she's like, oh, and I threw the keys. Oh, here it is. It's me throwing the keys. And then she's like, and then I pushed him out of the way this way. And I got back in. And then she starts laughing because she fucking hit her arm. She's like, oh, I hit my cast. You should have hit your fucking head. Yeah. I I mean, it's it's disturbing to watch the way that she acts during this fucking video. So shortly after this, Christy and Danny were placed in protective custody yeah. in the hospital. Uh, within a month of the shootings, Diane began giving super bizarre interviews to the media. Like, really fucking weird, like I was telling you about. Yeah. Um, so... Doug Welsh, who is the Lane County Sheriff's uh, Department investigator, this was his first homicide case. Ooh. Yeah. That's a rough one. Yeah. 
Uh, he had a stellar fucking mustache, by the way. Let me just throw that one out there. Um, he said, quote, I have used the term verbal vomit when talking about Diane because she talked a lot. Too much for her own good. I think that's one of the things that ended up hurting her case. She wouldn't shut the fuck up. Like, too many details. Here's a question for you, though. What was my first homicide case with the task force? Little baby. Yeah. Little baby. Yeah. Yep. That she, oh, she supposedly walked away. Okay, cool, dude. Mm-hmm. She can't fucking walk. No. Dick. I have it marked in my calendar, yep. by the way. So police suspicions towards Diane were skyrocketing at this point. She's adamantly denying any involvement and then said in one interview, quote, why would I have taken my kids to the hospital? Wouldn't I make sure they were dead and cried crocodile tears? That's insane to think that I would do such a thing and then bring the witnesses in against myself. That's crazy. <laughs> this what? chick is, wow, what a piece. What? Mm. I, I don't even, what? <laughs> Bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what else Bugger? to like put there. Bitch. So Anne Bradley, and I think it's Jaeger, and I'm only going by that because I think it's spelled the same way as Jaegermeister, I'm pretty sure. Oh, that's cool. Um, she was a local reporter for the ABC affiliate uh, KEZI in Eugene, Oregon. Yeah. She remembers Diane's demeanor as being very peculiar. That's how she described her. She said, quote, the more she talked, and she talked a lot and frequently, the more she talked, the more things didn't make any sense. It was as if she thought that if she kept talking enough that you would believe her. Yeah. And that's exactly it, what it was. And that does the exact op- opposite. Right. So she ends up giving an interview with Inside Edition after the fact. Inside Edition. I, wow. Do you remember that? I know. Um, this, is, this interview is amazing. Yeah. It's after she had been arrested. But I had to throw it in here because a lot of the stuff was in it. So... Uh, my first note says she's fucking insane, <laughs> by the way. Um, she, it's a good note. Yeah. So they interviewed Steve Downs at the same time. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, she was fucking sleeping around. Like, of course I didn't know. I'm the husband. Like, the husband is always the last to know. Right. Do you want to know what she fucking says? What? She said, in two years, she's had 10 lovers. That's not a lot. And less than half of them were married. You just fucking slut-shamed yourself on national TV, (laughs) you dipshit. And then she says, quote, if I had done this, I could have come up with a believable story. Clearly, you could not have. No, no. Now, Steve Downs, bless his heart, it's like, executor. (laughs) Yeah. He said, quote, executor. That's what I was hoping for. We'd all be better off. Fuck yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Fucking A right. I'm telling you, hashtag hero. I mean, flat out on executor. <laughs> right on, dude. It's great. So then this idiot says, Diane being the idiot, quote, I could sit here and cry. And she says, cry like, cry. Oh. Yeah. But what is that going to prove? I am who I am. A bitch. What? So during this interview, they bring up her boyfriend, Nikki, which I shouldn't make fun of his name because, I mean... Don't fuck around on your wife. This is karma coming to get you. But whatever. He didn't, you know. She got more angry and like animated talking about him and how he said he would leave his wife and then said he wouldn't than she did talking about her children. Yeah. 
So she's she's fucking crazy. So they asked her on Inside Edition. Yeah. Like, you changed your story. And she's like, yeah. <laughs> so she ended up having yeah that's she, not good right she gave an interview to the police on July 22nd it's a recorded interview and told the police that the bushy haired stranger mentioned her name and knew of a rose tattoo that she had so the reporter's like you changed your story yeah. and she's like yeah but it wasn't an intentional lie oh no no of course not right Bam, you're on national TV. Dude, this Other chick. people are going to see this. <laughs> the whole nation. Perhaps this is why we all agreed with your ex-husband when he said execute her. <laughs> right. Put everybody out of their misery, yeah. please. Just do it. I, she was just so callous. She's like, yeah, yeah, I did. No. Like evil That's bitch. the wrong answer. Right. I, oh. So, multiple 22 caliber shell casings, like I said, from a Ruger were found at the scene. Diane denied owning the gun. However, um, Nick and Steve Downs both stated they knew she had a gun and had seen her with a 22 caliber Ruger. Mm. She, again, denies owning the gun. Um, so now, Christy had been going through extensive therapy, both physical and speech therapy. Yeah. She was learning how to speak again. She was slowly beginning to tell what she could about what she remembered from that night. Yeah. And the one thing that she said repeatedly was that she had not seen a strange man that night. Mm -hmm. There was no man. Uh, Danny was three. He was also asleep yeah. and obviously didn't remember anything. Yeah. So a break finally came when police officers found Diane's diary because with the 22 caliber shell casings, they were able to get a warrant mm -hmm. to get into her home. Uh, they were filled with entries about Nick. Some of the entries were letters to him oh, Jesus. that said, quote, you know, I don't want a daddy for my kids. You would never be left alone with them. Uh, the diary showed how obsessed she was with him and him leaving his wife. And there were several entries about him not wanting children. So investigator Welch said, quote, we believe the motive for the shooting was to get Nick to Oregon to be with her. Diane considered the kids to be a burden or a hindrance to Nick's arrival. And as long as she said that he wasn't going to be a father to anyone's children, they had to go. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, nine months after the shooting on February 28th, 1984, Diane was arrested. She was charged with one count of murder, two counts of attempted murder, and two counts of criminal assault. Mm -hmm. In May of 1984, Diane's trial started. Yeah. She was fucking pregnant. By who? So she gave another bizarre media interview. Watch, watch it be a guard or something. No, no. Uh -huh. she, she did it on purpose. And they feel that oh. she did it to garner sympathy. Yeah. But she flat out said that she found someone on her postal route and seduced him. Shut the fuck mm -hmm. up. She, she commented that getting pregnant is easy. Well, yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> Dude, this chick is nuts. So then she said, quote, I got pregnant because I miss Christy and I miss Danny and I miss Cheryl so much. Yeah. Uh, two of them are still alive. Right. I'm never going to see Cheryl on this earth again, and I just 
You can't replace children, but you can replace the effect they give you. And they give me love. They give me satisfaction. They give me stability. Clearly, they don't. They give me a reason to live and a reason to be happy, and that's gone. They took it from me. Bitch, you took it from yourself. Yeah. Uh, But children are so easy to conceive. Like, how big of a fucking slap in the face is that to the people who can't have children? Yeah. Fuck you, lady. Yeah. So, you know, and it's, it's always the good ones who mm -hmm. have a hard time, Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, having children and then you have shit. This bitch fucking sneezes and whoop. Yeah. Pregnant. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Pregnant. So the reporter, Ann Yeager, commented that she was concerned that the, that the pregnancy would affect the way the jurors saw her. Quote, she knew that if she got pregnant, that people would look at her and say, how could a woman who loves children this much and got pregnant have killed her children? Look at her. Which, that was a, is a, yeah. was a genuine concern. Yeah. My first thought was, mother of God, keep your fucking pants on. What is wrong with you? Right. What is wrong with you? In like my thought would be what fucking guy like dude i i, I get i didn't like, find her to be that attractive i i get vagina might be hard for some guys to but come, come by on. But maybe pass on this one when they're giving it away that easy yeah. something's wrong M- maybe pass something's wrong <laughs> just saying <laughs> so the prosecution started to lay out their case yeah. And they argued that the motive was Diane wanting her freedom to continue her affair with Knickerbocker. And I just like saying Knickerbocker. Um, so the evidence showed that Cheryl... Did I skip a page? No. I always think I did. So the evidence showed that Cheryl was shot once inside the car and then tried to escape. Mm. And then was shot again outside of the car before crawling back in. That's how she ended up in the front seat. Witnesses said that Diane was not speeding like she said she was, that she, you know, she sped to the hospital. Uh, but she was, in fact, driving between five and seven miles per hour. What a fucking evil bitch. Yeah. Hospital staff, again, with the beach towel wrapped around her injured arm, but the kids were not attended to in any way. Yeah, fuck them. So. My arm. Yeah. Diane stated in an interview that the song Hungry Like a Wolf was on the radio when this event occurred. They played the song in court. Why did this bitch start dancing? <laughs> she oh. was like bopping her head and tapping her feet to, to the music. Pregnant. <sighs> Pre- pregnant. Yeah. Um, dancing to Hungry Like a Wolf I, at I, your trial for the murder of your child. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to go with her husband on Executor. Executor. Yeah. So... She changed her story multiple times, obviously. The initial story was the bushy-haired stranger. Then she said it was two men in ski masks who knew her name and about her her tattoo. Uh, Then in a taped phone conversation with Knickerbocker, she said that her ex-husband had hired a hitman to do the shootings. Oh, yeah. Sure. I, I mean, you said that you could make a believable story, but you're not. No. You're not, you're trying, but you're not. No, not working. Yeah. So they did have a star witness, though, who sealed the deal against Diane Downs. Uh, After months of therapy, her daughter, Christy, had regained the ability to speak. Oh, wow. And when asked who shot her and her siblings, she started crying and responded with, quote, my mom. Oh, 
Jesus. She testified, I just got chills, that there was no man. Diane pulled over, went to the trunk, got something out, and then reached inside the driver's side window and shot her and her siblings. Dear Lord. And now the defense attorneys were saying, well, there was no blood spatter on her. There was no nothing. And the way that it was described was that she reached just her arm in. Yeah. And her one arm was bloody, so she has blood everywhere. Yeah. You know, so you can't tell. So on June 17th of 1984, Diane was found guilty of murder and attempted murder. They had to recess between the verdict and sentencing so she could give birth to her child. She named the child Amy Elizabeth, but the baby was immediately taken by the state and delivered to her adoptive parents. Diane was sentenced to life in prison plus 50 years. She had to serve a minimum of 25 before parole would even be considered. Yeah. Now here's like the feel good part of the story. She died? No. Um, In 1986... Christy and Danny were both adopted by the lead prosecutor, Fred Hugie. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. He took them both. That's awesome. Yep. So July 18th of 1988, Diane escaped from the Oregon Women's Correctional Center by scaling an 18-foot razor wire fence. Jesus. She she said that she was looking for the bushy-haired stranger. But in reality, um, after a 14-statewide manhunt, 10 days later on July 21st, she was found less than a mile from the prison. With a man? Yeah. The husband of her cellmate. (laughs) Yeah. And when they found her in the house, she was wearing his boxers. (laughs) Yeah. Man, she likes the D. I'm I'm telling you. What was her tattoo? Whore? It should have been. It was a rose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dressed, dressed in his boxers. Dude. So the cellmate, her cellmate fucking helped her escape and was like, go to my home. It's right here. <laughs> like, my husband will totally put you up. Yeah, he fucking yeah, put her up. Did. All right. <laughs> up, under, over. Put I mean. That D in her. Yeah. They found her in his boxers. But oh. she, she was looking for that bushy haired fucking stranger. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she found a bushy-haired stranger, but it wasn't the right one. Right. So one. poor uh, Fred Hugie was, and it's, I don't know if it's Hugie, Huggy, whatever. Uh, he was fucking terrified, though, when she escaped, escaped because yeah. he thought that she was going to come after the kids yeah. to try and get the kids. So he lobbied to get her transferred out of the state completely. She ended up being transferred to the New Jersey Department of Corrections Clinton Correctional Facility for Women. He was uh, obviously concerned that if she escaped again, she would come after the kids. Yeah. And he was trying to give them as much normalcy as he possibly could. You know, right, right. Christy knew what happened. She remembered what happened. But Danny had no idea. He was only three. Man. So in 1994, Diane was then transferred to the California Department of Corrections and Rehabilitation. There is no rehabilitation no. there. She earned an associate's degree in general studies, which I don't even know what the fuck that means. In um, general studies? Maybe your core classes. Uh, so you can math? Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, her first parole hearing was December 9th of 2008, and she did nothing but reaff- reaffirmed her innocence. She said, quote, Over the years, I have told you and the rest of the world that a man shot me and my children. I have never changed my story. You have hmm. a few times, but... Uh, uh, Lane County know. District Attorney Douglas... Uh, I can't read my own handwriting. Harold Road 
wrote to the parole board and said, quote, Downs continues to fail to demonstrate any honest insight into her criminal behavior. Even after her convictions, she continues to fabricate new versions of the events under which the crimes occurred. Yeah, she's a nut. Yeah, so she was denied parole in 2008. Thank the Lord. And in Oregon, <laughs> um, you can petition put parole every two years. Oh, Jesus. But she um, wasn't allowed to do that. She was allowed to petition patrol parole, parole in December of 2010. So it was December 10th of 2010. Mm-hmm. Uh, she actually participated in this hearing, and she could not make a statement, but she was able to answer questions. Yeah. They interviewed her for three hours and had 30 minutes of deliberation and denied her again. Thank the Lord. So at this point, she was moved to Valley State Prison for Women in Chowchula, California, where she was transferred. Say that real fast. After the uh, parole hearing that she was denied. In 2013, she was transferred out of there because they were converting it to an all-male prison. Hmm. Her next eligibility for parole should have been in 2020, but has been indefinitely delayed due to corona. Hmm. So she ended up... I don't, I don't. So I guess out of this whole like pandemic, this is the only good thing that's come out of right. it? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. So... I don't know why. So I, I did read that in Oregon, you can petition parole every two years, even if yeah. you're convicted of a violent crime. Right. So I don't know why it changed. I, I would think that even if you transferred to a prison out of state, you would still have to go by Oregon law. Yeah. So I don't know why she didn't get parole every two years, but yeah, whatever. Uh, yeah, I don't know. She's where she fucking needs to be. Yeah. Fuck, she needs to be in the ground. Yeah. So, by all accounts, Christy and Danny lived a very happy childhood being raised by the Hugies. Oh, that's good. Christy graduated college, got married, had a baby in 2005, and then had a daughter shortly after who she named Cheryl after her sister. Oh. She lives privately in Oregon. That's cool. Danny is a computer whiz who is living a happy, normal life. Um, he is still paralyzed from the waist down. Um, they're both very private. They both don't want to talk about their mom. I don't blame them. I don't them. blame them. Now, the daughter that Diane had before she was sentenced, yeah. she was adopted and renamed Rebecca Babcock. Yeah. Now, she found out, she knew she was adopted. Yeah. And her parents, they were very honest with her about being adopted, but they didn't tell her who her birth mother was. Right. At age 11, she tricked her babysitter oh. into revealing her mom's, her birth mother's uh, name. How'd she take it? Um, she didn't really do much because, I mean, it, she couldn't Google shit. Yeah. You know, right, she's, she's right. our age. Um, but at the age of 16, she sat down with her boyfriend to watch a movie called Small Sacrifices and had no fucking idea that it was about her mother. Oh, God. Yeah. So she finds out, obviously, and she's fucking disturbed by this. I I would think so. Um, She attempted to contact Diane, and they they corresponded for a couple weeks, and that's all because Diane became increasingly more disturbing. Um, So she's lost her mind even more. Yeah. Like, she was just, yeah. So, Rebecca asked Diane not to contact her again, and then Diane continued to write her letters. Now, for reasons, whatever you want to say, 
Rebecca, she had a bit of a hard time with, with drugs and alcohol. Mm-hmm. Um, she did have a son. Yeah. She got pregnant again um, shortly after that and realized that she wasn't going to be able to take care of two children. And she put the second child up for adoption. She is doing very well now. She lives in Salem, Oregon with her child, and she works as a behavioral health coordinator. She has given a few interviews in regards to being Diane Down's daughter, but does have no contact with her anymore. So as long as the Rona is happening, Diane's going to rot in fucking jail. And her surviving children are doing well, thank God. So that is the story of Diane Down's. I told you, bitch is crazy. Yeah, you ain't kidding. No, like, what a this is she's job. a fucking sociopath. Yeah, there's no emotion. No, she's a nut None job whatsoever. She was eventually um, diagnosed with a narcissistic personality oh, disorder. You think? Yeah, yeah. Um, but at that point, like, her attorney's like, well, she's a narcissist and she has a split personality and blah blah blah. She's fucking crazy. Yeah, she killed her kids, dude. Yeah. For a dude. Yeah. That's, you're a nut job. Mm-hmm. You're, I'll have to show you some of the interviews with her because, it, like, you want to punch her through the computer. <laughs> you do. Oh, just the God. shit that she's, she just does not. Care. I, oh, my God. When she was in the Inside Edition interview and she's like, well, I could just cry. Oh, my God. Yeah. Bitch. I want to fucking, fucking physically you. harm you. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, I want to throw punch you. I'm going with Steve Downs' executor. Yeah, uh, and he, you. babe, he's in like his button-down shirt and his <laughs> nice sweater that he's wearing for this Inside Edition interview, and <laughs> his hair's like feathered to the side, you oh, know. Yeah. And he's like executor, <laughs> like fucking love it. Just right up to the microphone, oh. executor. Smile on his fucking face. <laughs> Executor, we'd all be better off. And I'm like, dude. Yeah. Yeah. You're spot you. on, man. I'm with you and your hair. Oh, it's glorious. And his sweater was baby blue. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Go figure. Yeah. So, yeah. So that is um, the absolutely disturbing fucking story of Diane Downs. Yeah. Um, what a nod. Dude, so Roe actually told me about another one. Because when I, you know, I talked in the last podcast about how this was a pretty well-known case. Mm-hmm. And Rose sends me a message. She's like, the burning bed. I'm like, what? Yeah. And she's like, oh, the burning bed. And she gave me the woman's name. I can't remember it. She's like, um, she lit the bed on fire with her husband in it. Fuck what? yes. I don't know, but I'm going to find it. And I'm like, no, but that's a great fucking idea. Like, Jesus. I'll be finding that case out next. Yeah. I'm getting a little worried with all these nutty chicks you're you finding. You probably <laughs> should because you can't run. No. No. I could roll, but not that no. fast. <laughs> no. I wish you luck. I need to find the horn, so then if I may I'm the in trouble, odds be I'll ever just... in your favor. Yeah. <laughs> Who's gonna listen to your fucking horn? <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> Let me like, oh, that's just fucking Mark. Him and his fucking brain injury hung in his horn. <laughs> Babe. Oh my god. Alex would not care. No, he wouldn't. No. He'd probably just wave, hey, Mark, hey. I'm going back in. <laughs> you were honking at <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Oh, my God. Yeah. Our neighbor's amazing. Yeah. He, he really is. And yes. Mark's a Coolest giant fucking. Ever. Mark's a dick because um, the dog yeah. almost um, 
pulled him out of the house one day in yeah. the middle of the winter. And he's like, I would have just been laying there, like, half naked, yelling, um, Jorge. Jorge. Jorge, Jorge. And I'm like, who the fuck is Jorge? And he's like, our neighbor. And I was like, oh, Alex? Our neighbor, Alex? <laughs> you would have been yelling Jorge for I fucking know. 40 minutes. And Alex would have come out of his house and been like, who the fuck are you yelling Like, at? you racist motherfucker. <laughs> lay there, and you deserve to lay there. Oh, I could have sworn that's what you, you first told me his name no. was. No. I never told you his name was Jorge. And I don't know where the I did I tell him, though, you, that you thought his name was Jorge. Does he hate me now? No, forever? no, because I told him the story about how you said is, you just would have laid there and yelled Jorge. And Alex is like, I would have been like, who fuck is Jorge? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, it's pretty much exactly what I said. That's what you get, you racist <laughs> motherfucker. Yes. Fucking white boy, lay there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Keep waiting for Jorge. <laughs> Keep waiting for Jorge, because he ain't fucking coming. Oh, oh my God. Fuck. Yeah. Well, that was so, a, yeah, that was a good one. Terrible with the children. Oh, my God. Way. Yeah, the poor baby. I mean... How... But it, it, like... there, There's a different kind of... You have to... Like, you're just a complete nut to kill your mm-hmm. kids. Again, like Again, we said, there's yeah. evil there's, in this world. Yes. There's just pure evil. And yeah. her, you can diagnose her with any type of narcissistic personality disorder that you want. But here's the thing about narcissism. It's not, um, it's, it's not a mental illness. Right. It's not. So narcissistic personality disorder is not an illness. No. Um, you're a selfish fucking bastard is what it is. That's exactly what it is. You so, think you're the shit. Right. You killed your children for your boyfriend who didn't even fucking want you. Right. So that is the pure evil that exists in this world. Mm-hmm. And then you laugh about it. Yeah. And you fucking dance. I was just going to say, and then you... Like, yeah. literally, like, yeah, bopping her head. This is great. What? First of all, kudos <laughs> to the prosecution for even thinking, like, hey, I'm going to play this fucking song, and I'm going to see what she does. Yeah. But, you know, and, like, I've... I have good friends who are defense attorneys, you know, as you know. Mm-hmm. Like I have good friends that are prosecutors, and I have good friends that are defense attorneys. Yeah. But, like, how do you how do you take a case like that if you're a defense attorney? Right. How, how, I, I, I mean, don't how think do I you? could. I, I, I don't think I could. There wouldn't be enough fucking money you could pay me no. to defend Mm-mm. a piece of shit yeah. like that. And, you know... Just from the research and stuff I've done, and actually the the book I'm reading now, the defense attorneys most of the time are like, yeah, we think they're fucking guilty, but we're being paid to get them off. Again, there's not enough fucking right. money. And a lot I'm of sorry, them say- I cannot take this case. No. It, pass it. A lot of them say too that their main purpose is to just lessen the charges or get them a plea deal, not get them off completely because they know that they're guilty. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. So- but fuck you. No, I wouldn't take this one. No. Who paid for that shit? Right. The yeah. state of fucking Oregon did, I'm sure. Yeah, that's... Yep. I always wondered that. Like, cases like that when, you know, you know they're fucking how do you, guilty How do you shit. defend and, that? Yeah, I... You know, but... Bitch, I, 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 bitch was I've crazy. never asked my friends who are... 
defense attorneys. I, I feel like I don't want to be like rude or inconsistent, like come off like. But I feel dick, like that's a valid question. Yeah, just like I mean, what what are you thinking? Like, is it the money or is it just? I you, also feel you too. You believe in the yeah. justice system, like they don't. don't um, they don't stay defense attorneys long. Uh, see, I think it's the opposite. You think so? Oh, in Cook County? Uh, oh, Cook County. A, a lot of the prosecutors go defense and get their own practice. Well, think about it. Yeah. I'm, You're getting paid a shit ton of money and yeah. you have to write like two fucking reports and then they get off. Yeah. You know? I mean, I, I get that going to the other side because you're going to get paid more. Right. But still, but still look mean, at you, what you're defending. You, you got to have some kind of yeah integrity or m- morale. I, yeah. Moral? Was that the word? Morals? Yeah, morals. Yeah. <laughs> Which clearly we don't have any if you don't even know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Huh? <laughs> but you, you know what I yeah. mean. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. There's got to be a certain point where it's it, it, a case. It's got to take its toll on you. Yeah. You know? Like, dude, this is. No. I don't know. This, but then this on the other hand, should like. not be on the street. See, and that's the thing. So I. And then you get the ones that are like, this person is, is fucking innocent yeah. and you know that they're innocent yeah. and that's your your that's your job is to get them off and when you do i mean that's got to be an incredible feeling but yeah. look at what you have to do in between yep. you know like i have a very unpopular opinion there's a defense attorney that got somebody off and legally that that's exactly what should have happened a hundred percent the lawyer did what he was supposed to do. The jury did what they were supposed to do. And that's how the justice system works. Just because you're tried in the media doesn't make it the truth. Right. So. Right. I won't mention it because we will not have listeners after that. <laughs> at all. Because it's a very, very unpopular opinion well, that I keep to myself most of the time. You'll have to tell me. You know. But, I mean, that's. I, I can't remember what we did two minutes ago but that's i mean this is that's how the justice system works this case was tried in the media but but that's that's why our i'm sorry but our justice system is fucked is completely fucked Mm -hmm. completely fucked all it is is a game it is a game it's a chess game Mm -hmm. with jury selection yep you know judges if they're more left wing right wing Mm -hmm. it's (laughs) their prior history yep. i mean you have some judges who were cops before yeah. then you know got their law degree it, it, it's a game it, it it's is a so like fucking game i'll bring up this case because i'm not gonna do this case because again i have an unpopular opinion but scott peterson yeah scott peterson was tried by the media was he a douche yeah he was a fucking douche was there enough evidence to convict him nope not even a little bit. Not even enough circumstantial evidence to convict him. But he was a husband who cheated on his pregnant fucking wife. So he was tried in the media. Now this other case, tried in the media, 100%. But the lawyer did what he needed to do. The jury did what they were supposed to do. And the person was acquitted. But... Uh, now with media, I mean, media is just fascinated with... Mm-hmm. And perfect example, Chris Watts. Yeah. Look at all the extra shit that I found out, which is public record. Right. 
but nobody no wants to read that yeah. public record. Nobody wants to see that Facts. agenda yeah. versus the agenda that they wanted to see. Right. So, again, the media. Yep. So. But whatever. We're getting kind of trailing off. Yeah, whatever. But That's what we do. A, this was a good one. Yeah. Another crazy bitch. Yep. Like them crazy bitch stories. Man, who liked the D. Yeah. Damn. I don't, mm. that I don't know. And she wasn't that attractive. In fact, in one of her interviews, she it really looks like she has a mustache. Oh, bleh. to be honest with you. <laughs> Jesus. Thread that shit. Come on. Yeah, but in that case, I don't want to know if the carpet matches the drapes. No. Bleh. No. Which, by the way, is such an, a weird fucking like who started that. Obviously a man. Yeah, but a dude. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly. Because it doesn't even make sense. <laughs> like, right. like, at all. Even a little bit. Yeah, but, it really doesn't. Yeah. So, should we... I was thinking, I'm like, maybe we should have, like, an Urban Dictionary word of the day. But then I'm like, oh, my God, like, our parents listen to this. So, we probably shouldn't. Well, my my mom doesn't. She won't know. No. She won't. I don't think she'll ever listen to us. I either. don't think so. I kind of warned her. Yeah. Yesterday, because I was, you know, I was talking to Kimmy, and um, she was trying. Like when I told her we're on Alexa, like she was trying to talk into Alexa to play us, oh and it was God. doing something else. I'm, uh, I'm like, mom, just stop. Bob was like, "Yeah, get Mary on the case. <laughs> yeah, it'd be fucking great." And Kimmy's like, "Yeah, eight hours into your fucking podcast," and I'm like, "Yeah, no kidding." Yeah. And eight Hail Marys. Oh and- my God. Can you even imagine? <sighs> I, no, babe, I, I don't want to. I'm sorry, was, Mom, but I don't. <laughs> I was conspiring to uh, take the Virgin Mary yesterday. Oh, you should have. Yeah, because she moved her to the backyard. Yeah, my mom has got a huge Virgin Mary statue. That I'm pretty sure that she repaints every year. She does. Okay. I, yeah, I'm pretty sure Because she the does. feet no longer look like feet coming out of the robe. They look like two tan, like, nubbins <laughs> just coming out from underneath the robe. God, we're going to hell. I, but that's what it looks like. But, like, along with this, when I was in a coma my mom oh my god a glow-in-the-dark virgin mary little statue that and it it legit glue like it glowed in the dark because me and your dad took it in the bathroom and we're like oh my god it looks like a flying fucking bat yeah yeah but then like (laughs) and i don't think she's she's knows that it broke if she listens to this we're definitely going home yeah no so while we were at rml it was was a ventilator hospital Um, somebody hit it and it fell to the ground. And it, it was broke. it was the housekeeper in the yeah. morning, right before I was getting ready for dialysis. Mm-hmm. She it was on the table with like my breakfast. Yeah, and she hit it, and she, oh, I'm sorry. And I'm we like, were like, nah, whatever. I get rid of it. it. So we put it away, like we put it just yeah. with your stuff, and then um, she asked me for it. <laughs> yeah, she, she was it like, um, one of Bob's, he's out of the coma, so I need that. I right. need my shit back. One of Bob's like 37 brothers and sisters was yeah. sick, so she was like, Well, yeah, Mark's fucking breathing again. Let's take this shit back. <laughs> so she's like, You know, I really need it. We want to put it in so and so's room, and I'm like, Fuck my life, this thing is broken. <laughs> 
Like, I went and bought Gorilla Glue and was gluing that fucking shit together, like, driving to her house, hoping Making she wouldn't the sign notice. Of the cross. Yeah. So, the glow-in-the-dark Virgin Mary is. Oh, yes, we, we resurrected her. Somebody bought Kimmy a glow-in-the-dark one. Good. After that. <laughs> really? Yeah. There was some, like a Polish shop in the city and somebody found one and they got it for him. Oh, like, did that's... you buy every one of them? Because I'm going to fucking I... hand them out. Right. Oh, it did funny. look, it it was made of that like green glow in yeah. the dark And it looked material. like a, a demon in the dark. It, in the dark, it looked like a flying fucking bat. Yeah. It, it was Your crazy. dad and I were like, what the fuck? Yep. <laughs> this was, again, at one point your dad's like listen when i'm the most normal person in the room we have a fucking problem and i was like i'm not even gonna sugarcoat it you're 100 percent correct 100 fucking percent and then the numb that would come in <gasps> yeah thank god i was still in the coma for that she would walk in and she scared the shit out of me and kimmy yeah she, i mean she was sweet as can be but she was like a horror movie nut she was like four foot fucking tall like was she the one that gave me my last last rights or no whatever? no it was a guy that did. Uh, um, no, she was fucking terrifying. Nuns in general are yeah. just. And I, you know what? I swore at her, which is maybe why I was so afraid of her. Oh, you're going to hell. For I am. Sure. But you had just coded. Yeah. And I was screaming about medical records. Yeah. And she's like, well, we can get him in the morning. I'm like, give me the fucking medical records. <laughs> like, Yeah. <laughs> That was a good vape voice. That's That was my devil voice. Because I turned fucking crazy. Yeah. But I lived. Like, Sue had to calm me down. Yeah. So, yeah, I was, I was, I was a little angry. Mm. A little bit. But I'm here now. Yeah, you are. And those ladies were amusing. But Yeah, they were. Um, Yeah, so the glow and dark Virgin Mary. We need one. If I can find them, everybody's getting them for yes. Christmas. Just yes. so you know. Um, I will have one taped to my fucking dashboard like a fucking hula girl. God, we should post we should post it. Should we ask for it back? Yeah, right. Be like Mary, we've been sinning. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we need the Virgin Mary yeah. back. So yeah, we uh, need it yeah. for a few days in our house. Yeah. So long story long, we are not going to do an urban dictionary word of the day <laughs> because I can't imagine if Mary found out what the word felch means. Oh. <laughs> she, you'd be out of the family. I mean, I was horrified by it. Yeah, you'd be so, out of the family. Yeah. Uh, by the way, don't look that up if you know what's good for you. Do it. Don't. Don't. Do it everybody's gonna look it up now you know how my phone's gonna blow up in about yeah 20 minutes so Mm -hmm. so now that we're on this tangent and you didn't even take your medicine yet no i I should have had you take it like 20 minutes ago just to see what would happen i was too afraid if i was gonna like just i'd be talking and then you'd hear (laughs) (laughs) i'm telling you that's how i was at the hospital i know you called me I, I I tried my best. I was, I, I was trying to I, I do payroll. Releasing me, I I don't know. <laughs> I had you on speakerphone, and Jax is like, "What's Dad talking about?" And I'm like, "Dude, I don't fucking know. <laughs> this, I don't know." This cot is uncomfortable, and I can't. My head, yeah. I can't hold it up. He's like, "Are we gonna have to go get him?" And I'm like, "I don't know." He's like, "I don't think he's gonna be able to move." <laughs> You're probably right, dude. Yeah. I couldn't. I couldn't move my arms Meanwhile, and legs. our asshole children, by the way. So 
Mark obviously goes to be seen the other day, and um, these dickheads hide. <laughs> and they jump out to scare him You're when right. we get home. Because that's not a trigger. Right. <laughs> not, a, not at all. And I was like, guys, not your, not your best idea. <laughs> Just <Right. saying. laughs> Yeah. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. I love it. So... All right. Well, thank you all for listening. Um, we are trying again on YouTube. Ooh, I and just it... scratched my sunburn. <sighs> okay. Yeah. Anyways. Sorry. Um, so Mark can't do YouTube, just yeah, like I couldn't. And do that YouTube. pissed me off. Yeah. For some reason, we're having difficulties uploading. So we're gonna have Oscar do it. <clears throat> yeah. So if yeah, Oscar, if you can help us. But we're still on everything else. Yeah. So. But we're really trying to get on YouTube and. I mean, you're, like, fascinated with YouTube. I know it's a great platform that a lot of podcasts start off yeah. at, but I feel like it's YouTube is, like, our generation, not so much, like, the upcoming generation. I, Just like MySpace. I and get stuff. it. But well, I would someone will also like to do a live video soon, too, if we could figure <sighs> it out. Do you think we should? Yeah. I think it'll be awesome. I think it'll be a little frightening. Should we just leave the kitchen table as it is with fucking barbecue sauce and monster out with my chicken nugs yeah, sitting over there? And the tater tops. Yeah. Yeah, we, we could do a live one. That Napoleon, would be... give me some of your tots. Oh my God. This is why we won't do a live one. <laughs> just saying. Yeah. If we do a live video, though, we will have the Virgin Mary in the background. We will have to. Yeah. That's in a must. In one way, shape, or form. Yes. So. Yeah, I guess we could do a live one soon. Yeah. Poor people. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, we got to fucking figure out YouTube first. But yeah. Whatever, so, well, but in the meantime, we're still on everything else. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, why don't you say our platforms or. Uh, so we are on Instagram at DDUP underscore podcast. Please follow us. We are on Facebook. Under Death to Us Part. Again, please follow us. Twitter, DDUP Podcast. Um, I'm learning how to use it a little bit better. Yeah. So, getting there. We have Gmail, DDUPpodcast.1 at yep. gmail.com. We are on Podbean, Apple, Spotify, um, Google. Google. Alexa. Alexa. We're on pretty much everything but Pandora. Yeah, that was the only Pandora, one. you couldn't talk about murder, so that kind of took Which us out right away. Which is weird. Yeah. So we're, but we're on most platforms. So please come, subscribe, like, follow, leave us reviews. We I can like hear it. you breathing. Man, is I that... I have you, to pee. Like, I'm is trying... Is like, 10th monster? You're, no. You're all, like, amped it's, up. I'm amped up because I have to pee. Oh, my God. That's okay. why. Well, thank you all for listening. Uh, this will be uploaded shortly. Yeah. And in a few days, we'll have another I'll have one. at least part one of West Memphis 3. Is that done. what we're going to do next? I think that's what we're going to do at least part one we're going to do next. And then I think I'm going to do this Minnesota one. Okay. Um, But yeah, we'll have at least part one out by, what the fuck is today, Monday? Yeah. I mean, tomorrow is a no-go. We got too much shit to do. Yeah. It's my birthday tomorrow. Birthday girl. Um, so probably like Wednesday or Thursday, I'll get it out. Cool. And then over the weekend, we can do some more. Yeah. Pumping them out. Yeah. And by then, Ben should have our, our logo done. Sweet. So. Awesome. All right, guys. Hope you enjoyed this. and Keep we listening. Will, yeah. 
follow, share. Like, subscribe, review. Do it all. Yes. We will be talking to you very soon. Bye. Bye.